0: All right, are you good?
1: Aye, aye, Captain.
0: Nice. (laughs) Hey, Quagmire, what do you got there? It's the new Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Check it out.
2: Those swimsuit issues don't excite me like they used to. I've been spoiled by Internet porn. It's
0: true. Totally. What do you mean, Internet
2: porn? You, uh, don't know about Internet porn? Don't know what? I'm not really a computer guy. Quagmire, I would think you of all people would know about Internet porn. They've got, like, thousands, literally millions of naked pictures on the Internet and videos thousands of them you guys are messing with me quagmire you don't use the internet you mean
0: that crappy dial-up thing that's a pain in the ass no i don't use the damn internet i thought that was for nerds why didn't you guys
2: tell me oh yeah you can even see tanya harding's honeymoon video on there i mean it's gross but it's like famous gross
0: sometimes something beautiful happens in this world you don't know how to express yourself so
3: you just gotta sing
0: Welcome in, everybody, to the super special edition of Awkward Apocalypse. That's right. It's a very special episode. It's all Awkward Talk all the time. <laughs> that was my announcer voice. That was it. I like it.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome into the show, jenny Hello. I guess maybe I shouldn't be welcoming you. It's your bedroom. But anyway, It's
1: true. Welcome to my bedroom, Gregory.
0: Oh, thanks. I wish I heard that more often <laughs> from all kinds of girls. I only get it from Mike. It's strange. Anyways, yes, great show. Uh, it, this We've decided to dedicate the entire episode to Awkward Talk.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's a really good subject this week, and we just want more of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's better than porn? Porn. We love fucking.
1: Porn. Yeah.
0: Porn is fantastic. Porn, so.
1: porn, porn, porn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's our new bumper music, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the,
0: the entire episode will be all Awkward Talk subject, which is porn. Uh, which
1: is awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I said which is porn. What I meant was which is fucking porn.
1: Hell yeah,
0: hell's to yes. <laughs> We've got uh, your your submissions. We got all your good stuff. We're gonna have a fucking fantastical phone, well, hopefully, phone call later on in the show. With uh, should we just call him the man?
1: Yeah, I mean that, that works. The professor.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, the, the
1: it's professor. like make him sound like a like a
0: supervillain. The professor. Well, he's not a villain. He's awesome. He's amazing.
1: Well, yeah, but villains are cooler than heroes.
0: That's true. Yeah, I love Doctor Evil. Dude. Yeah,
1: I just I just like villains. They are great. There's something about
0: them. Yeah, I don't know if you guys guys have heard of this guy. His name is Hugo Schwitzer.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I got that close yeah. enough. Anyway, he's a professor over at Pasadena City College. He's now teaching a class called uh, "I Lost Navigating pornography. Thank you for saving my ass there. <laughs> Navigating pornography. Uh, he sounds very interesting. I mean, first of all, he's cool enough to teach a class on this. Yeah. So. Well,
1: he was cool enough. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll we'll talk about it all later. But we will. I want to ask him all sorts of questions and like yeah. get really like deep into his brain meats.
0: Teacher <laughs> <you> did there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we'll get to that soon. First of all, boozic. It's all about fucking today. Yeah. I like the boozik by the way. I like the boozic. That's a good term. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's booze. It's music. It's boozic.
1: <laughs> well, because we're boo- we're boozing.
0: Yeah. yeah, I got my tall boys. Yeah. You got your tall boy and a yeah. little bit of tequila. tequila. Yeah.
1: You know how I do.
0: You're rocking hard over there. Yeah. I like it.
1: Like you're surprised.
0: No, not a, not a bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Uh, let's run down some info for y'alls real quick. You guys want to get a hold of us, make sure you do check out the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Awkward Hey, while you guys are there, you know what you should do? Not just look at our sexy pictures, but maybe click the old like button. There's nothing wrong with that. We We like likes. It's a like fest. So also you can get us on Twitter at awkward pod, all one word. Make sure you, uh, you, you do the whole follow on Twitter. I almost said like, but that's a Facebook only (laughs) thing. Also, uh, feel free to email us anything you, you want to talk to us, you know, about is awkward talk, whatever. I'm
1: really good at giving advice.
0: We should do an advice segment. We totally show.
1: should. Do. Oh, my God. Like in, like a Dear Abby, but like a...
0: Yeah, but Dear Jenny. Like a Dear Jenny. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> um, you I can like do, it. Yeah, okay. we should do that. You can do that at uh, awkwardpod at gmail.com. And, of course, anytime you guys want to call and talk or voicemail or sext or text us, it's... Oh, I almost got the wrong number there. It's 323-379-9225.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> let's dive Head first, yeah. Okay, the so, of the so
1: like like Greg mentioned, this whole episode is de- is de- dedicated and devoted yeah. to awkward talk, um, which is a normal segment that we have <clears throat> normally on the on the second half of the show. But we like it so much, and we have so much to bring to you today that we want to make an entire episode out of it.
0: There's a lot of porn stuff to talk about.
1: There's so much stuff. I mean, y- like we say the word porn. Right. I mean, your mind just goes wild. Like, exactly what so does, does that my entail? Boner. And yeah. and uh, I get I get really interested in what other people think about porn and what they watch or you know what they do when they watch it. I have a good <laughs> I mean, idea. I know guys that will um they'll give each other access to their porn. Oh, <laughs> <You> <laughs> I know, was really
0: afraid of where that was going. And
1: oh, okay, I guess yeah, I can <laughs> yeah. see that. I'm sorry. We'll give they'll, each other what? They'll send each other their porn and like. Okay. I think that's super creepy because if I'm watching somebody else's porn, I'm like, okay, this is obviously what they're into. Mm -hmm. like, And then you kind of get to know them a little bit more. But I would never feel comfortable with giving someone else my collection of porn.
0: Now, does that go for males or females? I guess. Because here's the thing I didn't even think about. I've actually um, been with girls. We've kind of like emailed, hey, check out this porn I was watching today. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean... That's different. Okay. I'm talking about entire libraries of collections of porn. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't, yeah.
0: Even, I don't even keep porn anymore. There's no need. Yeah,
1: I don't either. But I know a lot of guys that do. Really? And, uh, there was one time, I can even show you the photos. Um, oh, God. There was this one time where a guy emailed me and he there was two, it was a, an old friend of mine. There were two photos attached to this email and it was like, I knew you, I knew that someday I would find you naked on the internet. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck, what is this? And I didn't know if it was like a real or spam thing. Yeah. Um, but I opened the image, one of the images, and it is, here, I'll show you. <laughs> it liter- it looks so much like me, <laughs> right? Doesn't that look like me? That but I was able to defend myself because I don't have a belly button ring or a tattoo or my nipples pierced or right. anything like that. But
0: I mean, it does resemble you, but it's definitely not you.
1: Right. It's definitely not me, but there were, yeah, here's the other one. But it looks so much like me. Like, even I look at it and I'm like, wow, that's creepy. But the fact that... We'll,
0: we'll tweet these so you guys can see We them.
1: should. The, but the fact that there are people out there looking for friends of their uh, photos of their friends on the internet... I've never done that before. ...is so weird to me. I could have
0: hit the old Google machine.
1: But I guess that's what they're into, so... yes, like, um,
0: like, the people that I've dated, like... Uh, first of all, I've had no need to Google their pictures because I'm always fucking them anyways. And... <laughs> Well, I mean, really, why would you Google the picture of their tits when you could just suck on them yourself? That's true. true. And uh, I've never felt like I've been with somebody that would have put a lot of themselves on the internet like that. Yeah.
1: Maybe not dating somebody. I mean, I wasn't dating this guy. Like, no, no. He I... just, he was really into porn and he uh-huh. would watch it all the time and then he found these photos and I was like really creeped out by it because he was really excited. Like he was convinced that it was me and yeah. that he was going to keep these forever because they're evidence that I'm on the internet. <laughs> Like this, That's but it's that. not me. <laughs>
0: I mean, obviously. So wait, he literally thought this was you?
1: He oh, he was convinced, like one hundred percent convinced. I had to, like, the next time I saw him, yeah. he made me show him my stomach because oh, he say tits. no, because he wanted to see if I had a tattoo around my belly button.
0: But it's so clearly not you, tattoo or not. He, I mean, it resembles. This is you. the day.
1: This is before the days of Facebook. Um, this was yeah. like when face with MySpace was just coming around. This was a while ago. Yeah. So. You know, if you're not around somebody all the time, you know, you don't have it necessarily like a social media reference to go to to see what they look like. Um, so at the time, it made a plus. When I was younger, that did look. I did look like that.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't look like it. It, it definitely resembles yeah. you. But I could look at those and go, "That is definitely
1: not." He was you. He was convinced. Anyway, yes. So yes, our friends, everybody. I feel like everybody I know probably looks at porn or has at one point or does whether you like it or not. I love porn, I'm just going to say. I I mean, it's okay. No, I mean, like, I really love porn. I'm not, I I don't, I don't need it to, you know, do my own thing when I'm alone. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I do think that it's a, there's a time and a place for it. And I think that in today's society, um, it's a good thing to have around, you know, for guys who, uh, who just need that extra push or um i don't know sometimes when i'm like i'm like eh, i'm just like not really feeling it but i want to yeah <laughs> i'm like oh let's try on some porn it'll like yeah it'll give me a little boost and <laughs> yeah, i like it, it you know it's it's um it's helped me discover my sexuality and um figure out things that i like or don't like in the bedroom oh because you know there are some guys that that i'll i'll be with and they'll be like you Know they'll be really rough, or like they'll say things, or like they'll do things that are that are you see this more song's coming s- out a lot today. That's fine that you see more in pornography. And I'll be able to say, like, I'll be able to know where that's coming from for them. Like, okay, they obviously see that a lot in porn, and that's what they like to do, yeah, and that's fine. But it's easy, makes it easier for me to be like, I'm not into that because there are other videos that I've watched where that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, now, and so
1: you can decide what you like or don't.
0: Right. So likewise, have you seen things in porn gone, "I need to fucking try that"?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And that's where I think is like, it's porn is dangerous yeah. because I'm like, oh my god, that is so hot. Like I want to do that right now, and then I'll like. Whoever I'm with next, I'm like, hey, can we do this? <laughs>
0: and and it makes it all weird. And I've discovered, I'm sure you have as well, maybe not, that you try things that you see in porn. It's like, oh, this really doesn't work. It totally doesn't this work. This is great on camera. Yeah. This is not great but on my nuts. But I guess
1: that's, that's, you know, the magic of, uh, of cinematography. True. And True. Speaking of
0: cinematography, let me ask <laughs> you this. I. Definitely, you know, I, I went to film school, I work in TV, so there's a little bit of that going for me. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, when I see a, a porn that has some really good production value, like, you know, you know, good camera, good lens, it just looks real nice, mm-hmm. nicely lit, I like it more. Yeah. I, I'm a little, dr- like, a, a lot of times I just stumble up, you know, I go to like one of those random sites, you know, RedTube, SpankWire, whatever it sure. is, and, I'll, and a lot of times I, I won't know what I want to watch that day, so I'll look for ratings or I'll just randomly click on something. And sometimes I'll, I come across one of those ones which is super nicely done. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm gonna watch this one again tomorrow. Nice, you know. And nice. I never do that. But and you ones-
1: put it in the spank bank, bang. <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> aka bookmarks. Uh, no, I just I really love that. And, and uh, talking to Eva, who we'll talk about more a little bit later on, she gave us some stuff. She also loves cinematography and then she did go to film school for a while too so maybe Mm. it's a film school thing where we're nerds like that i totally
1: agree because as a as a photography you know enthusiast i totally value a a good photo yeah so yeah it makes sense and i guess it could totally sort of go into your addiction i mean (laughs) it's
0: it's not it's (laughs) not that that really nice shot turned (laughs) me on it's that uh, I just I really appreciate the production value they put into this. It wasn't some dude on his iPhone uh, with a POV shot exactly. of his cock getting sucked. Right. You know? Oh hey look, they use a steady cam and not just uh, Michael J. Fox holding a camera.
1: Well and when you have I don't know, when you have like really good sound, really good video, it you yeah. want to watch it more than just like get the general gist of something that isn't as well done.
0: Yeah, sometimes I'll find porns that, from a, a content perspective, are just fantastic, but it's like they're uploaded horribly or production <laughs> value is bad. It's like, this is killing me. Oh, this man. is bad. It's it's like trying to watch a, a basketball game in SD after yeah. you know having HD for the last five six years in my yeah. house. It's like I don't fucking think oh, so. Man. This is this is this you know, is know what disgusting. I love. I'm
1: sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this off onto a sports please um, road here, but. Sometimes when I'm watching football, I don't obviously I don't watch sports right. ever. Fucking ever. But sometimes How dare uh you? sometimes I'll like glance at something on TV and it happens to be football. Um and I, I like it when they have it's almost like they have this digitally rendered writing or like uh, text that's on the field. Uh-huh. And
3: they'll
1: say they, like
0: first and third or Yeah, whatever. yes, yeah. yes. But they yeah. did
1: it like in post editing. And I think it's really cool because <laughs> the camera <laughs> will move, but that will stay the same at the same spot. And I'm like, this is so neat.
0: Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's live track matting, it's awesome.
1: It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's I I'm I starting
1: to like watch I like watching football a little bit more now because of that. I just think it's like a really neat technology. Well, a lot
0: of uh, you know TV technology has been developed because of sports, mm. you know, especially football. Football, you know, have you seen the shots where like it looks like the camera's going all the way across the field? Yes. Well, it's because it is. It's on a big cable. Uh, it's literally going all across the field. Well, and then
1: um with with like baseball, yeah. you know when when they're uh, when they're they're pitching, but you hear like the crack of the bat, Because right. they have like that sound the whatever microphone that, like, can pick up sound from really far away but won't take up the amb- ambient noise. Right. It's very directional.
0: So those are really cool. Yeah, they've got a guy sitting there. It almost looks like a, a direct TV satellite dish, you know? It's got the little, <laughs> like, bowl in the back with a microphone pointed directly at the, uh, the See, batter. See, I think that's
1: just amazing. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely amazing. It's it makes cool. it so much better. So, yes. Speaking uh, of sex. <laughs> quality quality of, of the film, obviously, is beneficial. Is, um, it helps. Beneficial. Yeah.
0: It, it, but then again, I get really distracted by thinking, like, oh,
1: bravo guys Bravo.
0: (laughs) i had one on sunday that i was watching and that that happened and i was like the porn itself was was good it wasn't great i mean of course i (laughs) did the job (laughs) but it was so well shot and you could tell these really nice lenses on the cameras and stuff and i was like i'm gonna watch this again you know
1: what though maybe it's the difference between okay so as a woman Yes. yes i have toys and i could show you all of them but i think i've only shown you a few um, i've actually seen because none. the rest of them no I, I showed you didn't i show you some on the skype thing that that group skype that we did the other day I uh, dude i was drunk. i don't know we were talking about sex toys and, yeah. and you guys were all bringing out yours and i brought out some of my oh
0: toys. i think you did i don't remember because i was drinking a lot that yeah night. me too i, I had okay. half a growler i wasn't drinking at all and like four miller lights at a boy yeah Proud and of some jello shots
1: okay well on my on my sixteenth birthday, I got this really cheap dildo, like from my friends. They thought it was funny. <laughs> One of them was eighteen and like bought it from a sex the to- sex shop, and gave it to me for his sixteenth birthday. It nice. took a took D batteries. Oh, that's um, big! It's really, like so old. I mean, this thing is 13, 13 years old now, or I guess no, I guess, no, I'm sorry. How old is it? The 10, Ten years, years, years now. old now. Um, so, it, but it's a really shitty vibrator, and I never use it. <laughs> Okay, it must have cost like eight dollars, and now I like this is real like the real value to like a good sex toy, and I feel like the same thing can go for pornography. Hmm. You know, if you have like a really good quality thing that like helps you, you know, get that release, yeah, then it's it's no different. That's true. You know, if you're gonna use lube or dry hand, <laughs> <laughs> it makes a difference.
0: What What are you shunning right there? You're what like, like or dry hand? <laughs>
1: I mean if you're gonna use a dry hand, that's fine. But put you some lube on it, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> right? Right.
0: You don't have a dick, how would you know?
1: I'm trying to I'm trying to connect with you, man. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Let's let's lube it up and get to town.
1: <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah. I don't know. Good, times. Good
0: mm-hmm. times. I don't have any sex toy. Oh, I do have one sex toy that I, I showed you on camera <laughs> the other night.
3: That was
1: awesome. Are you, you co- like cockering?
0: My vibrating cock. Hell yeah. That's I want I one know. of those.
1: Yeah. I wish I had a dick. Seriously, I know I mention this every time, yeah. but I seriously want to. I think most so people bad. are glad you don't.
0: But I, damn it, yeah.
1: I would show it to everyone. <laughs>
0: what if it was small? You yeah, yeah still, still show it to everyone. <laughs> like, hey, check out my mini corn dog. Totally zip.
1: I think that if I were a guy, I'd have a pretty big dick okay because i have um for a girl i have big feet and i totally believe in that philosophy of big you know
0: you want to talk about big feet
1: dude you okay i don't know what the fuck is sort of like uh, radioactive nine, shit your parents were 16. into but your feet are fucking huge and i that. i feel like i don't want to see your penis i don't <laughs> i don't want the i don't want like my, okay in my mind you have like the biggest cock ever right let's okay, not ruin that because of your feet size um yeah if you show me i think that the myth like my my dreams and fantasies will be ruined so don't ever show me your penis no it's okay it'll, it'll totally kill it no matter you. what like i could be holding <laughs> a gun to your head and you fuck. don't show me your penis
0: no because it, at that point be pretty shriveled <laughs> <laughs> i definitely I feel scared
1: yeah. like i see your penis running away you know <laughs> one <detached> of my <laughs> <itself>. <laughs>
0: speaking of big penises one of my prouder moments was i had a party one time and uh you know i threw the party which means i automatically get sex with somebody that's there <laughs> anyways I uh so that the case. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> i know well yeah, I, i'd usually <laughs> make it that way when we, i uh i had just finished up with, the, with a lady not a dude in my room and i was walking out to go to <laughs> the bathroom specify. yeah had to specify i was walking out to go to the bathroom afterwards and at the same time um, my buddy tim walks out of the room he was gonna be sleeping in and i was wearing was like a white t-shirt and my boxers <laughs> and i was still like full mass you know like pitching full on tent <laughs> And he walks out right as I'm like walking towards the bathroom. He just looks down, does that little like uh yeah. and it looks back up, he's like, Carry on. <laughs> and then I worked with him. And then the next day at work, the entire talk was, Oh my God. I saw Greg's tent. He was, you know, going full force and blah. I was like, let what's what's fucking let's not, maybe like? Not talk about let's that. not talk about my penis at work. He's like, No. I had to fucking look at your dick as hard as <laughs> it could be. Uh, pitching a full tent. <laughs> Tear
1: you. I was like, all right, thanks. Was Tim. it at your place? It was at my place. Well then yeah. come on. Well, I had Tim. boxers on.
0: You, j- you just saw the, the outline of it, not the uh You, you know. should
1: have kicked him out. Yeah, so, kicked whatever. that motherfucker
0: out. But it was it was kinda nice. I was kinda hoping it would translate into like more sex from the ladies at work. It didn't work. Hmm. Uh, but you know. Alright. Anyways, let's let's get back into porn.
1: Oh right. Yeah. So uh on Facebook. We posted yeah. the um, the fact that we would be interviewing, we're going to be interviewing Hugo um, and we wanted to hear the, the questions and, and comments about, about porn. Yeah. And uh, my friend Christina, <laughs> she goes, porn dislike, all girls love to finish with cum all over their, f- all over them. So wait, that's not true?
0: Like, no, it's, uh, I don't think it's
1: true. Um. She said face, right? over their face. It says all over them. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I was, yeah. I thought I mean, sorry, I'm I was stupid. misreading as well. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, some you know you know like that that website that we were talking about the um what was it the
0: <sighs> were we just talking make about? love not porn oh yes,
1: yeah MakeLoveNotPorn.com. Uh, make love dot, make love not porn dot com and there was like the the myths and then the truths right. about about porn and right. what you see in porn versus what is what is reality, and one of them was um the myth was girls love girls love it when guys come on their faces. And that was the myth. And then yeah. the truth was, it's true. well, some girls don't, some girls do. And yeah. like that seemed to be like kind of the the steady truth side of things about yeah. any myth true. about porn. Yeah. Some girls do, some girls don't. Um, and apparently Christina is on the side of don't. don't.
0: And surprisingly, some guys don't like doing that. John. <laughs> Remember we had John on the show? Yeah. He doesn't like going yeah, on, no, the, on the girlfriend's face. Now, the random one-night-stands face. That's that's an open target. Yeah, I guess so. See, I'm just,
1: I'm not into the whole, like, eyeball thing. Right. Like, don't get in my fucking eyeball. Uh, Like, uh, preferably not in my nose. Like, mouth totally within limits. Hell. Absolutely fine. But, like, I don't know. Really, like, the rest of it's just, like, kind of not my thing.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, I actually got momentarily dumped for getting in a girl's eye once. (laughs) Yeah. I, d- I didn't mean to, but she told me, you know, shoot the face. And I okay. said, we'll do. And uh, accidentally got in the eye. And, and the worst part was apparently it got on the eye like that. You know, you shoot a couple. You know, like, yep. like it's like boom, 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 boom. The first <laughs> one was the one that hit her in the eye. So she had to sit there and endure that for like another 20 seconds.
1: 20 seconds? I don't know how long. Dang, dude.
0: I have no... I was so hammered. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and then she got mad. She's like, you fucking got me. And you aren't in the face. I <laughs> like, I wanted to break up with, with you a week ago. And I was like, <gasps> where did that come oh, from? Oh, shit. I was like, well, I guess I'm leaving then. Okay. And then she went and cleaned up. And like I was putting my clothes back on. I was getting ready to walk home. There was no way I was driving home that night. Uh, I was hammered. And uh, she's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. I was like, you meant it at least a mm. little bit. You fucking said it.
1: I so. have a girlfriend um who she's she's a very openly sexual and that's one of the things that i really love about her Uh she she one day was talking about um her boyfriend and and how he he came on her face and it got in her eye and she said that she she like she kind of like panicked for a moment and then like did that that girly thing where the the hands just start shaking around where they're like Blah! Blah, 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 blah. And she goes she goes, ah, I can see them swimming around <laughs> <laughs> So every time blah, I think blah, about blah, 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 blah. <laughs> So every time I think about a girl getting it in the eye, I think about i about my girlfriend is uh How often do you think about girls getting it in the eye? Well, I mean we're talking about <laughs> oh, okay. it. You know I mean? Like I'll I mean, is that normal? I'll see it in, in pornography yeah, and you know. I'll I'll be like, I wonder if she can see them swimming around. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a thing that crosses my mind, okay?
0: You know it's funny in, in porn, like you get some girls that take it like champs are like, Yeah, bring it on. And they get in the eye and they're just like, Yeah, more jizz. <laughs> and then you can tell like the newbies because like they, they get flinch. one shot in the eye, they flinch. <laughs> And if it gets in that eyeball it's all over like they're like, gagging all see of a sudden. them. Like, yeah. They
1: look disgusted and they're like wiping it out of their eyeliner and like <laughs> their other fake their eyelashes face. are all like gooey <laughs> and they're just like oh god. Okay, really? Like oh, I have to pretend to like this. Yeah. I'm getting how much for this scene? Right. Yeah, right. So. Well, I'm getting a chub, I don't know about you. I am. We're talking about all this porn. Yeah. All right, let's
0: uh, <laughs> All right, so that was that was 8 minutes ago, Christina's submission. Um I decided to 'Cause you know, what the hell their ex girlfriends. Call out all my ex girlfriends that I could think of off the top of my head of what type of porn they liked. <laughs> I'll even use names. All right. Lisa likes lesbian porn. Okay. Loves it. I mean, just any any chick going on a chick, she was ready to fuck once that went on the TV. Dang. It was I had a collection. I in fact, when we lived together, I bought her a subscription to Hustler magazine. She yeah. wanted it. And it got me laid so much. All right. Money well spent.
1: What's that other one? What's the other, like...
0: Penthouse? Maxim. Oh, Maxim. I like Maxim a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Higher, higher caliber girls. They have really one.
1: good stories. <laughs> <laughs> so does Playboy. No, but they do. I mean, really, like... Sure. <laughs> no, okay. Yes, I loved the photos. Yes. I loved the photos. Yeah, but yeah. I would go back and I would read the article. All right, fair too. enough.
0: Erin <laughs> uh, loved the kinky shit because she herself would go to, uh, like, sex dungeons... <gasps>
1: Tell me where all of them are because uh, I've been I've been like <laughs> I've been wondering where the I fuck are they in, in L.A.? Well, okay. they were
0: usually in the valley. Really? Yeah.
1: OK, because
0: they sounded pretty creepy. For I've the most heard.
1: Part. I mean, I've gone to some in like Seattle, Amsterdam, yeah. London, like, you know, all these places. But I've never heard of any around L.A. and that I mean, would boggles you go, my mind. I mean,
0: like you'd go and participate in everything.
1: I think I would go to check it out first was, and then and then participate.
0: Yeah, she was in it. In it to win it. Yeah. Uh, so the, the porn for her was uh, the kinkier the better. Cool, cool. Excuse me as I burp. Whitney uh, definitely liked watching chicks getting their ass played with. Mm. It was interesting because when All we right. first met, uh, she was telling me how very against anal she was. I said, that's fine. That's not a problem with me. Um, I'll do it, but I don't have to, you know? Yep. And then one night she was drunk and decided to try it, found out she loved it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I so found she her, she
1: was watching because she was curious. I, yeah.
0: I don't know if the anal watching be- came before we started fucking her in the ass or after. Hmm. Um, but it was interesting because then she would send me links. Like when we were dating, she's like, <laughs> check out this one, you know, like she loved Alexis, Texas. She has a huge ass. Okay. So she, and she's like, this is so great. Um, what else? Oh, Crazy. Mm-hmm. who I have a great story about in the next episode. You guys, make sure you listen to 16. You. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's going to be so fucking good. She absolutely despises porn. Thinks what? it's fucking wrong and disgusting and how dare you. Sex is between two people and two people this only. This
1: girl is fucking nutty. Yeah. I was like, Everything about her is nutty. Well, I don't I was know like, how you got involved with her. but I
0: was, I was like, wait, wait. The wow. things that... Well, the other thing, it's like the things you like in bed, this is how you feel about porn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he
1: likes some creepy shit, uh,
0: and this is not an ex, but a gay guy that I know likes watching straight porn, hmm. which is interesting. Okay, um, I know he is intrigued by the vagina as just an object, kind of wonders about it. So. Sure. sure. Anyway, like curiosity. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's such a good way for people to to get all their questions answered. You know. Yeah. Where I'm true. like, how does lesbian sex work? You know, and then I go, obviously, but, you know, if, if sometimes I'll have questions about it, I'm like, okay, well, how to squirting, let's just say squirting. I was like, I was like, really, like, what the fuck is going on with squirting? (laughs) And obviously porn is a horrible representation of what actually happens with squirting, but at least it, it made me feel more comfortable about the subject because I was able to, you know, to visualize it now. Yeah.
0: One problem with porn squirting is sometimes it's not real. They're just peeing.
1: It's totally not real. No, no, they're not peeing. They're, no, no, um, no.
0: some girls for the camera,
1: they're pumped with water and they just like kind of hold it in Oh. until that's why, that's why a lot of times when you see, when you see porn that has squirting in it, it's yeah. like, There's a cut and then they come back and then all of a sudden they're like gushing.
3: Uh, Or like
1: or you'll see a girl like walk on to screen and then like they'll like play with their clit for a minute. And then like all of a sudden there's like like, so much. Yeah. And like that's what I never was able to understand because I have been able to squirt. Yeah. But it's totally nothing like that.
0: Well, I have been with one girl. I've been with a couple. Let's see. Three or (laughs) four girls have squirted. Mm -hmm. One of them was like that. To the point where, like, if you went down on her, it was all over and nonstop. Yes. And if you were fucking her, like, you know, maybe thirty seconds into fucking her, she was squirting, and not just, you know, like, oh, I can feel something. Yeah, some girls on my are dick. really
1: sensitive. I mean,
0: like, she would be squirting my chest while I was fucking her. Right. It was high. Yeah, and I know. I, I I've found seen that really like A high. lot
1: of it's it's kind of sexy. It's really um, sexy. I've seen a lot of porn where, like, yeah, the girls are the girl, like, oh my god, one of my favorite pornos of all time was like these two girls and they were laying down side by side but yeah. there was like a tape measure along the floor oh God. and they were like they were diddling <laughs> themselves until they <laughs> until they squirted and they were trying to see who could squirt further than the other a squirting it competition went really far like i mean so incredibly far and that was just from them like i mean just like playing with playing with themselves for a minute or something <laughs> that's i was awesome. like this is incredible i mean, the fact that there is there's is so much more about the human body out there that like that you know obviously we were never we never heard of as kids yeah not kids but i mean like you know when you're first getting into discovering your sexuality right of course you never would even like contemplate like a girl ejaculate you know no, that's, <laughs> like what, female ejaculate.
0: I, mean, I mean as a teenager it's like what's that Right. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen.
1: No. And, you no. know,
0: like, the the great thing was with this girl. Not great. It was actually kind of interesting. You know, we'd get, like, hotel rooms together or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, usually when you're going with somebody to fuck, you get, like, one king-size bed. Mm-hmm. We would have to get, like, the two-bed option <gasps> because the because bed... Of- so, so wet <laughs> and that that is not an exaggeration i mean the entire bed would be drenched no i believe you to the point of we probably did damage
1: i believe you yeah and i'll tell you why okay <clears throat> so yeah. um my whole my whole like squirting experience has been very um very recent oh uh in the past like it's happened a couple times but more recently it's been like I don't know if I'm just kind of growing into it or something kind of or getting more works. comfortable with it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. Like it doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, I'm like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's usually really cool for the guy too because they feel like they've done something right. Yeah. So, you know, it has nothing to do so with it. So this them. one time I had this guy staying the night. Um, this is this was a few months ago, but I uh, We he knew that he was staying the night. Like we'd gone out drinking, and so like we were like playing around. It was kind of late, and he and like of course I scored scored everywhere. Nice. And he made me sleep in it. Like Uh, like he made me sleep on that side of the bed, where normally (laughs) like where normally I sleep on a certain side of the bed. I like to sleep closer to the door. That's just that's why I'm always like on this side of the bed. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, so but I but we had been playing on the other side of the bed and that's where he made me sleep and I was just very uncomfortable all night long because not only was I not sleeping on my side of the bed, but it was wet. <laughs>
0: what a what a gentleman. <laughs> what a gentleman. But
1: I don't think he did it on purpose. Like it just kinda happened that way and I didn't want to fight it. No, he like, knew it. And be like, you sleep on this.
0: <laughs> he he knew what he was doing. <laughs> I'm not joking. I did <laughs> put a towel down though. Oh okay. There. Yeah. i was be like, here, here's a towel. You're welcome. <sighs> If you want more squirting and sex, you yeah. will sleep on this side. But
1: I, I like I like where my uh, where my sexuality is going. Yeah, yeah. I bet he does too. Well, he, I haven't. He's he hasn't been around in a while. Oh, he tried, guy. and I was like, eh. yeah, sucks
0: yeah. for him. But yeah, no squirting's hot. <laughs> I like uh, I like doing it. You know, I found that with uh, You like squirting. Well, I like squirting. Yes, I like getting. Squirting. <laughs> I found with one ex that she would only do it when she had a few few drinks in her. Like, she really mm. had to relax. Relax, yeah. To, to allow... Because she... You know, the first time she felt it kind of building up. She's like, I think I'm going to pee. I'm like, uh, I don't think it's pee. And then she tried <laughs> to go to the bathroom. And she's like, nothing came out. I was like, yeah, it's not pee, right. you know? And so we had a few drinks in her the next time. And that same thing happened. But she was able to relax and let it happen. And she was quite the squirter, surprisingly. Mm. But it, it was not a regular occurrence. It was a... Uh, I had to work for it.
1: Now, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, you, said, you said you've been with a few squirters. Yes. And the... The last gentleman I was with that this happened with, mm-hmm. um, he said he could tell that I was going to, <clears throat> he could tell that I was going to be a squirter Yes, because there's a certain taste that huh. we have. <clears throat> he says that it's more metallic.
0: I have not noticed that. No? I, but I've never, I've not thought about it either. I mean, so. like he was
1: like, yeah, I knew, I knew right away. Like the moment I, the moment I went down there, like you tasted metallic. I knew really? you were going to be a squirter.
0: I need to call all the ex-girlfriends at squirt. I think they... Sample their pussies.
1: I mean, maybe... Here's a shout out to all the gentlemen listening. Please yeah. let me know if there's yes. like a specific taste of a squirter because I think that, that is... It's a really it's a really interesting concept. Like, yeah. how can you tell what kind of person somebody is going to be or like what their body type is depending on how they taste?
0: Yeah, I, I want to know this as well. I mean, this is very interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Uh, there's... Um, uh there's been girls where i could tell they were going you know like the ex that finally getting drunk you know helped mm-hmm. her i could tell that there was kind of it just she, it seemed like she was holding something back and that was my first experience with it and, I, and at the time i was like what is this and then i kind of realized what it was and so from girls after that besides the one that squirted the instant you touched her fucking pussy <laughs> we'll leave her out of it cuz that was just easy <laughs> um you know like like crazy was on the verge of squirting mm. um and i could tell because, first of all, one night she's, you know, going to town and uh, she's like, oh, my God, wait, I got to pee. I was like, that is not pee. She's like, no, no, stop, 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 stop. And I was like, I'm going to keep going. And I kept going. She finally, like, forced me off of her mm. and uh, ran to the bathroom and came back like, hey, nothing nothing came out. I was like, yeah, no shit. You were about to squirt, you <laughs> know. And there was a couple more times like that. And you could tell it was just she was just on that verge of something, I don't know, great, you know. <laughs> By George, I've got it. Uh, she was just <laughs> almost there, and you could tell. And I've had that with uh, another girl that I didn't know was a squirter, and I could tell she's on the verge. And I worked her a little, and then she ended up being a squirter. Hmm. So I can tell, kind of from how they're acting and and reacting from what's going on if they're going to be. Hmm. Sometimes I mean,
1: see, and I like. I mean, there's, ugh, I, a part of me thinks that it's gross, mm-hmm. and a part of me thinks that it's fantastic because I pr- generally. I mean, I, you know, I can finish, right? Um, but it's so much better if I'm like, if everything is wet, <laughs> I know that's <laughs> you're it, telling me, no, and I, th- I mean, obviously, you know, that's, that's why like females, like we, like we produce our own lube basically. That's why we get wet. Yeah. Um, but when there's like, like when I square, it's like, it just makes it so much better. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it makes me more sensitive or something, but
0: it probably, it definitely makes your clit more sensitive. Um, from what i've i've actually done some reading on this because i wanted to know more about it yeah
1: Yeah. i I should probably do that um
0: it definitely does make your clip more sensitive now the thing it's just from me you know fucking a girl that's done that first of all super hot that she's done that so that's hot and then it does get a lot wetter and just like oh my god this is this is fucking crocodile mile this is so (laughs) slippery you know (laughs) you're right over there (laughs)
1: <laughs> crocodile Mile. Do you remember Woo! that? I remember Crocodile Mile. That was the best yes, slip and slide I do ever. Remember I
0: remember Crocodile yeah.
1: Mile. Oh uh, my god!
0: You run. Hilarious you reference. Slide, by the way, hit the bump and take a dive. Oh yeah, thank god. you, thank you. <laughs> I'm taking a bow. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just something there's <laughs> something hot about you know it being just so wet. I mean, for a guy, when it when it gets that wet, it's just like, man, I'm doing good work and this feels amazing. It's yeah. just it, it's all coming together. <laughs> Hmm. So. Well,
1: it's good. That's good to know.
0: Yes. Um so yeah, that's all my exes I'm going to call out for now. All right. Uh we got uh something from Eric, Eric Peterson or or Pornsen as they call him. He's you may know him from the uh Ned Files podcast as well as a producer of Four Sisters and a Bottle. He prefers amateur stuff. Uh he really likes the casting. Really? Yeah, he really likes the casting couch, he says. Uh it's, it makes it seem more real even though he realizes it's not. He says for him it makes it seem more real. Uh, but he, the one thing he does hate is the spitting. Oh, spitting is such a, tr- and I'm not talking about jizz. I'm talking about like when you spit on her pussy and then fuck her. Like yeah. that is disgusting.
1: I'm not a big fan of that either. No, no, I'm really not. And it's, like it's some gross. people really like that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, fucking spit on it. Yeah. And like, or like when
0: chicks spit on a dick, like, and then start sucking it. It's like,
1: ah, just, you're already sucking it. Right. Wait, you're already like, there. Yeah. <laughs> just use it. Yeah. Don't need to spit. <laughs> no. Thanks though. I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit degrading.
0: Yeah, it is. Like, like I know people who jizzing on people's It's Like, well, it's sexual, though.
1: There's nothing sexual sure. about it. Sure. Yeah, but I don't know. But it's like fucking punching somebody in the back of the head.
0: Donkey punch. You know,
1: <laughs> it's like, well, I guess you could call it sexy if it's kind of in the moment, <laughs> but it's probably not. Yeah,
0: so uh, I, I agree with the spitting. I I do like some of that casting couch stuff. I agree with it. Are like- you into Bang Bus? I am not into bang, not into bang bus. Uh, okay. I do like amateur stuff. I guess it does give a little bit of realism. And you see people you don't see over and over again. You know, a lot of times sure you watch, like, the regular porn. It's like, oh, man, i am seen But, like,
1: them. don't you feel bad for those girls? Because they, like, in their minds, they're like, I'm going to be the future of porn. And then, well, you they know, get. they're probably never called back again. No, they're probably not. not even paid because most of the time those are, like, tryouts.
0: Well, if, if they're truly tryouts, they don't get paid. I, but I don't think they are because there would be so many lawsuits. Most of them. Most of them are really.
1: Yeah, most oh, of them.
0: Man. Are. Well, then they're idiots. Well, for maybe doing not it. most
1: of them, but I know that a lot of them are. Like, wow, a, I a, a I, handsome. Some of them. Are. I know
0: they all say like this is a tryout. She's not getting paid for this. Like at the beginning of the video, it's like, but come on, she's not. not like all paid. of them do that. I'm. I'm surprised. No. So, um, but yeah, so that stuff's I like. I like that as well, and I agree with the the spitting. Uh, Eva says, "See,
1: I'm not into amateur stuff."
0: Uh, not at all. No, oh. I'm, I'm
1: like really. I mean, like sometimes it's okay if it's like outdoor voyeurism. Yeah, like I, that's fine. <laughs> but no, You, no, the you like the good stuff. outdoors. I like I like the good quality. I do know, too. The the real power powerful yeah. production stuff. That's true. That's true.
0: Yeah. Um, Eva writes in says that she likes the uh, threesomes with two dudes and one chick. Ah. She said she likes that because she, she likes loves... the tag team. Well, and it's not so much the double penetration that she likes. She apparently l- really likes hearing the guys moan. She likes when guys make noise. Right. And that you get, you know, double the moaning. Yeah. So for her, that, that's good. But she uh, she also hates the annoying girl moans, which... Oh, my God. I totally agree. I Dude. Mean, it, th- okay, I'm sorry. There was yeah.
1: this... I, I will never forget this video. There was this one <laughs> video with <laughs> this chick, bad. and it was... I mean, it was like a hot. It was a hot video, but I had to turn the volume down, because this is how she moaned: Uh-oh. ooh, ah, ooh, ah, for like forty <laughs> minutes. Ooh, ah, ooh. Okay, can you imagine? I bet that
0: was voiceover.
1: It was awful. No, I mean she and she was like ooh, ah, like her mouth was like yeah, like she was really into it. But like it was the ooh and the ah and the ooh and the ah and it never once deviated from that pattern and oh my god i just couldn't even deal
0: that is that's awful (laughs) um eva goes on to say girl moans can be hot but it has to sound similar to mine if it's too exaggerated i won't finish
1: okay
0: interesting okay i I do say so she's
1: very aware of what she sounds like when she moans
0: um yeah apparently um so, you know, I, and, and, you know, she's not a crazy moaner. It's normal people. <laughs> and sure. Like, obviously. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, but she really likes the guy moans. Okay. So.
1: See, I'm not into it when girls, um, when girls aren't into it in the video. Mm-hmm. You know, some guys like, some guys like that when the girl's like, yeah, whatever. fuck Right. But that's like no, no girl. You get into it. You enjoy yourself.
0: <laughs> I don't get black about it, but I do really like when the girls. <laughs> girl, uh, girl. Yeah, when a what girl's you doing, just, girl just when a girl's just sitting there and taking it, it's, it's almost rape. You know. No,
1: but like, hey, even I mean, I can deal with like a good like rape fantasy porn. You know, I mean, but as usually I still know get that into it's it. Real, yeah, of course, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like fetish stuff, whatever. Like, it's all pretty hot, but like get into it, you know? I mean, yeah. that's... What are you fucking doing there if you're not enjoying yourself?
0: Yeah, one thing I don't like is... And, you know, uh, I'm not... I hope... Gay. I'm just kidding. Not gay. I, I don't necessarily, uh, you know, go around checking out guys' dicks, but I hate when I'm watching a porn and a guy's got, like, the same cock size as me. Why? Well, it's like... Well, I could be doing that. You know? It, yeah. Well, I'm, but... I, I'm not looking for, like, horse dick by any means. I just... I don't want to see. So you, know, you like
1: seeing a girl like straight up get stuffed? Well, I don't know. I don't.
0: I don't need big black horse dick like at <laughs> all. But I'm just thinking. It's like, man, I got you know. Thanks for your average size cock over here. Uh, I've got one. <laughs> so of those... you're
1: average. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, nine in, nine inches is average. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: you see my feet? Jesus. Uh, no, but it's like I I am watching porn for a reason. It's, you know, it's just I don't know. I, I got to be at least a little bigger than me. You know, yeah. Just saying, I got you. It Might be weird. I got you. I'm awkward. I yeah. also don't like watching ugly guys. Even though I'm not checking out the guys, it does throw me out. If the guys like really, ugly guys airy, are awful. Yeah, it's like I'm not watching for you, but uh, you're totally distracted. See, me. I
1: can deal with the hair as long as they're not like, as long as it's not. I mean, like crazy Armenian young hair. hot chick with like some creepy older yeah, dude that has like that a nice shit. body but like a really fucked up face. Yeah. And like, if you if you if There's I get a glimpse of, of his face, I'm like. Nope. done and i go on to the next movie. yeah i'm very
0: add with my porn you know like i'll I'll skip around oh totally i'm, I'm very quick to not watch that one i've just clicked on yeah you know? i'll
1: watch like the first four seconds yeah. and then i'll go to about the middle and i'm like okay or maybe like the you know the first 30 percent um and then I'll skip to the very end. <laughs> is, is there a
0: certain part of the porn that you have to see, like the come? You know, the, yeah, the finishing. Finish. Like
1: that's that's totally. Y- you amazing. like the facial? Lo- no, not the facial. Just, I mean, just the finish I mean, that's itself. That's fine too. Um, like I just think the cum shot is like you know it's it's awesome because and I, and I and I agree with Eva because um, like that is I guess it's my favorite because I like I like hearing the guy. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. I couldn't really care less about the girl. Like I let, I have that that auditory uh function where I need to hear the guy enjoying himself in order for me to enjoy myself. Yeah. So, I mean, I could like I could watch girls come all day long, but like the terrible <laughs> part about women in pornography is that like if they're like, oh, my God, I'm coming. Like They're probably not coming. Right. <laughs> who
0: actually says like, well, I actually have been with girls and said that. But I mean. Sure.
1: But then it's just like the fantasy of them coming, if it's even real. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. But I prefer the guy because like there's that little bit of proof. That's and, true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and like I mentioned on the last episode, I, I will go to the gay section right. of the porno website. Because I like to see, I like it's easier to find like guys videos of guys masturbating. Yeah, and I really like that. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's sort of uh, that and like hardcore porn. I'm yeah. like really into.
0: I like a good, you know, money shot, whether it be tits or face or whatever. Go. I hate though when it's weak. It's like that's that's all that came <laughs> out. It's like come on, dude! <laughs> Bottle of water before you hit the bed. Oh, something, something, you know. Something. Like, anyways, yeah. Um. All right, so let's uh we should probably wrap this this block up sure um
1: yeah so after the break we're going to talk to uh professor hugo schwitzer yes who uh teaches a class at the pasadena city college on navigating pornography um and i think that it's it's probably going to be the like one of the greatest interviews of all time are you going to need a
0: napkin for this no it's
1: i don't think i don't know I've never he's a good-looking
0: guy. guy. Is he? Yeah, I've seen him. Seen pictures. I of just saw,
1: I saw his profile picture on Facebook.
0: Like book. if you like good-looking older men, he's a good-looking older guy. He's
1: married. I'm just saying. Can't. I'm joking. <laughs> he's a good-looking guy.
0: Not that I would, but you could. I'll think about it. But you could. Ha- I'm joking.
1: I'll, maybe I'll just think about it. You should think. I'll about just it. think about it. I think Not make like it. I will. I won't act on it.
0: No no no. Yeah. No, he, I mean he's married.
1: Great song, by the way. Thank you.
3: Yeah. No, we, we did
0: good work on the Buzik today. Totally. So. so uh
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us back to the nineties. After these messages, we'll be right back.
0: <laughs> You've had a
3: lot of dig, had a lot of dick. I've had a lot of time, had a lot of time. You've had a lot of dick, GC. but you ain't had mine.
0: Hey, everybody, it's Rebound from the Charity Strike. Send across from me, Trigger Mike. Yeah, that's him. Anyways, dude, why do you think people should listen to the show? Tuesdays with Trigger. That is the worst idea ever. You should listen to the Charity Strike because I think I'm effing hilarious. And what I think goes. What? Anyways, you should check us out for sports updates, humor, all the good stuff. We are the best slash worst sports show ever. So check us out at charitystrike.com, facebook.com slash Strike, and you know we're on iTunes.
3: Oh, Daddy, yo!
1: Oh. The Sci-Fi Super Friends podcast, a weekly show that reviews and rates science fiction, fantasy, and horror films. You can find us at sci fi and you can subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Join us on our never-ending quest for glory. Sci-Fi Super Friends.com. This is a song for the ladies. But fellas, listen closely.
2: You don't always have to fuck her hard In fact, sometimes that's not right to do
3: Sometimes you got to make some love And fucking give her some smooches too Sometimes you got to squeeze Sometimes you got to say please Sometime you got to say,
2: hey I'm gonna fuck
3: you Softly I'm
2: gonna screw you gently I'm gonna
3: hump you
1: <laughs> Welcome back to Awkward Apocalypse, everybody We have an amazing second half for you Sing it Sorry Get it Oh, I got it <laughs> <laughs> And then you say, wait a minute, salad."
0: Sorry, I'll stop. It's really bad team. when I say
1: Get it out for me. All right. That's fucking teamwork. <laughs>
3: <What's your> Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's just such a good song. So tempting. Oh, I want to listen to the whole thing. But, but we, we can't. Sh- we we shall not.
0: We have important stuff to do. Yeah.
1: Well, in a few moments, we're going to be... Uh, <laughs> conducting the interviews of our lives ah. uh, With Professor Hugo Schwitzer Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, he's Like I said, he's from Pasadena City College And we're going to be asking him about a class That he calls Navigating Pornography uh, He's been teaching this course for more than a year now And uh, we only just heard about it yesterday On a local morning radio show called Kevin and Bean
0: Right, if you haven't heard of Kevin and Bean <laughs> Then you just don't listen to radio It's
1: really good uh, They thought it was so weird that a class on porn that even existed uh, that they had their one of their co-hosts, Ralph Garman, call in to pretend to be Professor Switzer on air. Yes. Uh, they interviewed the fake professor and basically made him uh, seem like a gross old Jewish guy, I'm assuming <laughs> because of his name. Uh, and then shortly after they did this, uh, Professor Switzer tweeted them to say, and I quote, Hey, at Kevin and Bean, instead of having a fake me on your show as your Pasadena porn prof, could you write slash call slash use Google? Where's the love? Yeah.
0: I'm surprised so, they didn't reach out to him. <laughs> I'm you know? actually
1: really surprised as well. That's radio. Um, I guess, you know, maybe they don't have time or they didn't think he would respond. I don't know. It's radio. Uh, but what did they do? They interviewed him on the show this morning. They did. So uh, he called in. They did a quick segment on um, with him where they asked him all about the class and, uh, you know, the, the hardships, I guess, that he faced with it. Um, the funny thing about all all this is that he's the same guy that we uh, talked about during my favorite awkward talk, which was about sex list. Right. Yeah. Remember that article that I was reading about? I mean, I, this guy, like he did this huge thing about it. Yeah.
0: And I didn't even put that together until you told me about it. Yeah.
1: I didn't either until until uh, Stephanie, my my coworker and very good friend. Right. Was like, oh, my God, my mentor and life coach. He just he they were talking about him on Kevin and Bean, and I was like, and they're gonna have him on tomorrow, right? Because <laughs> they they mentioned it on Kevin, and it was just it was this great moment between between Stephanie and I, uh, you know, talking about,
0: and then you both squirted, and that's I mean, history. yeah, I know, yeah. Well,
1: I, I didn't realize that it was him until she said it, and then all of a sudden I'm like. Oh my God, Awkward (laughs) Apocalypse. We're going to have our next episode on, our next Awkward Talk is going to be porn. Yes. We have to have him interviewed for the show. Yes. So she set the whole thing up for us. Um, So thank you, Stephanie, so, so much for doing that for us. It's seriously the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it really is. And uh, yeah, we've got this really, we're going to have this exclusive interview with Hugo.
0: Yeah, we're going to do this. It's It's actually going to be us. We're not going to play clips. We're going to actually call this guy. Don't want to be live. Yeah. Yeah. None of that cheesy shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, so, Greg. Yes. Are we ready to give Hugo a call so we can finally get some insight about what goes on when his brain meets?
0: Uh, that was a long sentence, but yes, <laughs> I'm ready to hit the old send button.
1: All right. Here we go.
2: Hello. Uh,
1: hi, Hugo. <laughs> it's yes. Jennifer and Greg from the uh, Awkward Apocalypse podcast. How are you?
2: I am fine. How are you doing?
1: Great. Um, so, uh, really quickly, I want to let you know that we had an episode a while back where we talked about your study in sex lists. Um, yes. How did that end up going?
2: Um, you know, I wrote a piece for uh, the why am I blanking on I wrote a piece for Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that did, you know, they did pretty well. They they, they ran a story on it, uh, and I should send you the link for it. Um, uh, and you can, um, check it out and see if I've got it online. Uh, and I will send it to you right Thank now. So I'm my computer. Um, and it went, it went, you know, it was a really, um, yeah. Uh, it was, it, it was called indexing your sex life. Why and how we keep fuck lists. They wanted to call it <laughs> fuck list. Um, and let's see, oh, i got 72,705 unique hits wow. and 844 comments. Wow. That's the worst thing about Docker, it tells you all that. That's fantastic. Um, and
3: 610
2: likes on Facebook, because anytime you swear, um, that's the one thing I wish we wouldn't do uh, in our titles, uh, you drop your number of likes by about uh, 50 to 75%. Because wow. people are scared to say that they liked it. Oh,
0: that's so weird. Um, that
1: is weird. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, uh, it did inspire it, us. It, to... I just sent
2: it to you on Facebook.
1: Okay. Thank you. Um actually that that topic alone was uh was very inspirational because we we actually uh were very interested in it and we had our listeners uh send in information about their own sex lists so we mm-hmm. used a lot of the questions that you originally had um asked your uh, I guess your your study <laughs> Subjects. Yeah, there's the subjects, um, and right. we had a we had a really great reaction from our listeners, and it was a really interesting topic. Um, so, so thank you for for bringing up the subject and and allowing a allowing us to sort of find inspiration from it.
2: Oh, my pleasure.
1: Yeah. Also, thank you for for letting us uh, give you a call and, and giving us your time to. Uh, to actually let us uh, interview you about your your most recent uh, controversial topic.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's 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 all uh, always seems to be uh, getting my uh, <laughs> getting myself into trouble here. Something
1: about you. Yeah, we were listening to the Kevin and Bean show on K Rock yesterday, and it wasn't until <laughs> later when Stephanie, my friend Stephanie, mentioned that it was you that I was like. Oh my god! I have to interview him because our topic. Yeah, I did. On well,
2: you got to listen to the. Um, I, I put the podcast up of, of the new one. Um,
1: we did listen yeah. to that today. Um, the one we, that
2: ran this morning, you heard it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, by the way, so we're we're also going to be posting those on our on our Facebook as well, so people can listen to those. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about about it when you found out that they were they were faking you? They were interviewing a fake Hugo.
2: I think that's. I mean, I, you know, that that that's a tremendous compliment, isn't it? I mean, that they would uh, consider it worth doing. Did like, make you mad that, or? No, absolutely not. You know, if you're in this business uh, uh, of teaching and writing about sexuality, of teaching and writing about subjects that make people very uncomfortable, you are going to have to expect that people are going to spoof you, that they're going to make fun of you that they'll also often be very angry at you, that's normal and healthy. Hmm. Uh, That's a really good
1: way to think about it.
2: You know, I mean, it's just, you have to expect that. uh, Because you are going to make people uncomfortable, and they're not going to know what else to do. And people use humor to deflect. They use anger to deflect. You know, so I expect humor and anger.
0: And mockery is the best form of flattery, so.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, absolutely. So it's, it's, uh, um, uh, I am really, really proud of uh everything that's happened with that, and uh i'm I'm flattered and we've had just a tremendous press response to this um, and I think that that says you know less about me than it does about the topic
1: right right well i'm I'm assuming that you're getting a lot more uh followers on Twitter and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Facebook attention I'd like
2: more, you bet, but yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: But um, I know that you've, you've had quite a past with, um, with drugs and alcohol and, and quite a few mm-hmm. hardships. I'm wondering, how do you think that that has affected you today? And, and where do you find the goodness out of that to influence you in your current well, life?
2: I mean, there's a direct connection between how I used to live my life and, and the work that I do now. Uh, when you're an addict, you live a life. That is filled with and really characterized by shame, hmm. a tremendous amount of shame—not um, just sexual shame, but you know, shame about everything. Because I was, a, you know, I was a dishonest, unhappy person. Uh, I was uh, leading, you know, a double, triple, you know, if you like, quadruple life. Hmm. And I, when I got sober, one of the things that I really was committed to doing was not only overcoming. And uncovering the shame in my life, but really devoting my professional career to going into those spaces and those places where people struggle with shame, and to look at issues that cause people tremendous pain and shame, and finding ways to, you know, um, help them navigate their way out of that pain. Yeah. And in particular, that's been around issues of body image and sexuality, which have been the two areas that I've written most about and and taught most about.
1: Now, Stephanie, uh, my friend Stephanie, considers you um, one of her most influential people in the, in the world. I mean, you you are really that's very sweet. You, she she talks about you so highly, and she says that you are her life coach. Um, yeah, do very you sweet. I'm do very, you know? Very by that. <laughs> She's such a She's an amazing young woman. She really is. Um, why do you feel like people look up to you or come to you for advice?
2: Well, I think you know what i'm hoping is is that i really um i'm non-judgmental and i'm safe there are a lot of people who are unsafe in one way or another um obviously the most obvious form of being unsafe is to be predatory but other ways to be unsafe is to be is to be judgmental um to to react with 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 horror or being overwhelmed by what they might hear or what they might find uh My life was saved by people who were willing to be with me in my darkness and my messiness. And I'm not easily rattled by people's darkness and messiness. Hmm. I want, I want to help them navigate their way through a lot of that. Uh, I want to remind them that they are okay, that they can get through this. Uh, And when people realize that you're, that you are safe in those ways, uh, they often Feel very grateful, uh, and I think that that's you know, that's less a tribute to me than it is to the people who gave me those skills, and I'm just trying to pay back what I was given.
0: That's actually really deep. Yeah, it's heavy.
2: Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. no that's good. perfect. That's I can be <laughs> frivolous too.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no this is per- I'm actually going to turn it a little less mature on the content here. First of all, you describe yourself as a feminist, a activist, and a professor. Um, among other things, w- when you're hanging around other guys that maybe aren't so used to this sort of subject of a guy being a feminist, do you get a lot of uh, crap really from other guys being like, you know, be a man and man up? I mean, do you get that a lot?
2: Well, sure, you know, but I think that um, you know, I don't walk into situations and say, "Hi, my name is Hugo Switzer, male feminist." Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think I don't think that's a very helpful way to lead yourself into anything. No, no. Uh, so. You know people ask me what I do for a living all the time that's what people it's, you know guys especially will ask you you know what do you do and so i 'll say you know I, I I do this, I teach this and and they say oh that's really interesting and and I, and the feminism comes in obliquely um, I think that what I always emphasize in in the work that I do is that <sighs> we've all been raised with these very restrictive roles based on our gender. And that for both men and women, those are really a straitjacket. Hmm. And I, so I have a lot of empathy for men who are stuck in that straitjacket. They don't see it as stuck, they see it as celebrating being a guy. Uh, but they're stuck too. Wow. So if you come out of from a position of empathy and accepting uh, and you don't react with horror every time you hear a sexist remark, you you aren't that stereotypical person who's policing their vocabulary. Mm. They'll relax around you. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not a vocabulary policer. You know, it's not. <laughs> it's uh, I'm not that person in the conversation who, if someone says the word girls, I automatically say, "Oh, you mean women?" Because <laughs> um, I don't. I think there's a time and a place for that, but 90% of the time, it's incredibly unhelpful to the movement to police other people's language. Uh, it it soothes your own conscience at the expense of driving other people away
0: that's good you don't, um, you don't want to annoy people away from your cause
2: exactly you know so uh, i'm I'm really I won't say entirely non-judgmental but I'm, I'm very easy on those I try to be very easy about that um, otherwise you just end up preaching to the choir
0: no that, that's that's good now. As we've said, our our subject this week on our show is porn. So we're going to get into this this class that you've started that has drummed up a lot of uh, interesting press and talk called navigating pornography. Now, mm-hmm. being being a guy, really, what makes you more qualified than say any other guy that just watches a lot of porn to teach this class?
2: Um, well, I think you know it's a uh, uh, I have I mean. You know, someone, someone asked me, what degree do you have? And I said, well, you know, we don't actually give degrees in porn studies. We haven't. <laughs> um, you know, we all come from a background, whether it's the people who do teach around pornography tend to come from backgrounds in everything from film studies to my own background in gender history uh, to, uh, you know, women's studies to sociology and so forth, um, sometimes art history. So no one has, you know, a specific degree in this.
1: Does this count what, towards a degree?
2: Uh, Well, it's a humanities class, and I teach it as a humanities class um, for the very simple reason that humanities is sort of an empty vessel into which you can, you know, pour almost anything that has to do with human beings, which is very nice, (laughs) Uh, but also because I don't necessarily want my students to feel like they have to have the name of the class on their transcripts. Mm. Um, You know, it's it's a deliberately vague term. Um, and so people say, "Oh, it's humanities and the social sciences," which is the official name of the course. And as a result, it's transferable anywhere. Three mm. units that can be taken uh, to Cal State, UC, anywhere you like. Mm.
1: Now, what did it? And take that's a deliberate to... decision. Good. Uh, <laughs> where did you come up with the the idea for the course, and, and what did it take to set it up? I mean, it must have taken well, a lot of effort. Well, you know, it, it, it was, I,
2: I thought about it um, for many years, and I wasn't just. I wasn't sure how I wanted to do it. And honestly, what I was waiting for was to figure out how I really felt about it, because I had such mixed feelings about, you know, the industry myself, uh, and about, uh, about the role of pornography in our society, and I wanted to get clear for me, uh, and I had come from, initially, a a sort of a much more, uh, anti-porn, you know, classically feminist background, um that saw uh, porn as primarily reproducing and emphasizing the degradation of women. Hmm. Uh, and that's a that was a very comforting lens through which to see things, I think especially because I was trying to be, as I think many men are, trying to be the good guy. <laughs> and I was having a very difficult time, this is for years, reconciling being a good guy, and the industry, that, you know, that, that to be a good guy means to reject this. That You can't be both uh, a passionate feminist, you can't be both an advocate for women and enjoy pornography. Because they're somehow mutually exclusive. And I had to work my way through that. And one of the things I've learned in my life, being 45 years old, is to be patient with myself. Uh, and to certainly not put myself in a position where I'm teaching something... That I haven't figured out how I feel about it yet. So I waited. And I actually waited a very long time until 2012, a year ago. Now, the nice thing about a humanities class is it's already pre approved. It's already (laughs) this empty vessel in the course catalog. And all you have to do is say, I want to teach humanities three or humanities four, whatever it is. And then you teach it and you get to create your own syllabus within it. And it's the ideal you know, delivery system for a controversial course because you don't have to deal with administrative approval. And that's why, even at Pasadena City College, the administration could do nothing to stop me from teaching this <laughs> class. <laughs> that's amazing. You know.
1: So did you see a lot of pushback from the college to get the course approved? Then?
2: No, because I didn't even tell them. You know <laughs> it, perfect. This is this is why, you know, it's... Um, we are required, the only thing we're required to do, the only thing we're required to do as tenured faculty is to submit copies of our syllabi. What does it look which like? Which I do to the administration. <laughs> well, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a standard, you know, three-page stapled white syllabus. <laughs> and it has a name navigating pornography on it, but do you think the administrators read syllabuses? No, of course they don't. So they react with indignation, saying, we had no idea this course was being taught. I was like, well, you didn't ask.
1: Well, what did they do when they and found I, out?
2: Well, I mean, they you know... Uh, there was nothing they could do. So they, they, they said the obvious thing, which is that they respected my academic freedom. (laughs) But even the president of the college made a sort of ridiculous statement saying that, you know, Professor Schwitzer does not speak for the college or the Board of Trustees. Which Mm -hmm. is a, you know, which is an absurd statement to make because of course no professor speaks for the college or the Board of Trustees. (laughs) And, you know, it it was, it was particularly unfortunate because it didn't include, uh, a re reaffirmation of academic freedom. Basically, the college wishes I wasn't teaching it, but they know they can't stop me.
1: <laughs> well, how many how many students typically enroll in the course?
2: Um, well, right up to the maximum of the room. Uh, the room seats forty five people, so we have forty five.
1: And do you ever have it like people walking in trying to be
2: yeah, to I mean, get in yeah, last minute have auditors? I have people trying to audit all the time, and if there's space available, I let them do it, but seats go to my students first. And Good.
0: and do you get the kids that really don't care about the, the learning so much more just than hanging out with porn?
2: Well I, absolutely, you know, but but there's also there's an interesting phenomenon about that, which is is that people come out of curiosity or corniness and they stay to learn. Hmm. Um, and you know, you get them one way or another.
1: No. And I, they I start would...
2: asking questions. I
1: went to art school, and uh, we'd, have, we'd have nude models that we'd have to draw and submit for, you know, grades. Do you find that your students get really nervous at first, and do they kind of ease up, or is it just this, like, constant... Well,
2: you know, I don't show porn in class. But discussing uh, it. it. Yeah, discussing it. Initially, yes. But when you make it clear that they're not going to... No one's going to put you on the spot, that I really respect their boundaries... I I, mean, you know, it's one of the things about coming from a background as an addict and having had no boundaries is that you learn to be really good at respecting people's boundaries because you have to sort of learn it all again from scratch. Uh, And so my students know that I'm never going to, you know, put them on the spot. Do you watch porn? How do you watch porn? Um, (laughs) There was a professor in Nevada who got in trouble because he had his students keep, you know, masturbation journals. Where they wow. talked about how often they masturbated and how they masturbated, and uh, obviously, you know, you had a lot of female students who were extremely uncomfortable with this, and it was—it yeah. it seemed to be really prurient. And you know, it's that's not appropriate. Why on earth do I need to know that?
0: Yeah, that goes a lot <laughs> deeper I mean, than the just, sex
2: list. Exactly. I mean, that's just that's all that does is 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 cheapen and delegitimize what's really important work that we're doing. Um, so. I don't ask my students about their sex lives. I don't ask them about whether or not they masturbate. I don't even ask them what kind of porn they like. We talk about this openly, you know, with humor and with gentleness and with radical acceptance. And some of them will get to the point where they will just volunteer that, you know. um, And, you know, you'll have a a young woman saying, you know, I'm worried because I only, you know, I I masturbate, but I, I... I feel like I'm hooked on my vibrator. I watch the same <laughs> porn and I use my toy. And now I can't come with my boyfriend without using the vibrator. And so we, hmm. you know, we, we actually break that, which is, a, you know, a problem that can happen to people. Yeah.
3: So a lot of we
2: Monday. actually, you know, um, so what we talk about is, first of all, you know, why do we consider that a problem? You know, why do we consider a woman defective? Because she needs a vibrator.
1: Well, if she um, thinks it's a problem, though.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. And but you know, but also helping her to see, you know, it's the same reason that just because she thinks it's a problem, she may want to consider that integrating a vibrator into her sexual life on a regular basis is if she wants to overcome it, that's fine, but it may also be perfectly normal and healthy for her to continue to do that in a relationship. Hmm. So, you know, we sort of we, we sort of tease out a lot of that. Um Again, that's not the kind of conversation I bring up on the first day. Uh, and if they don't, if they don't want to go there, I'm not interested in going there because my job is not to get my students to expose their, those, when we talk about dark places, that's not my job to get them to go there. They're going to go there as a result of what they're learning on their own time. I don't have to be a witness to it. Right. And I think it's really important when you're teaching to have really, to be fearless, but to have really good boundaries about things like that.
0: If, if they're not comfortable with you, obviously they wouldn't share that stuff with you anyways. right, for sure. Um, now you have gotten a lot of uh, maybe flack we could say for bringing in some adult stars into your classroom right? How, how do the kids or the students uh, usually respond to those uh, guests coming in?
2: Well, they you know differently to different guests. I mean so far this semester we've had three people. We've had James Dean, Jessica Drake, and Kelly Shabari. <laughs> Um, and I'm so privileged to be able to have the connections that I do and, that, you know, to have these wonderful people who live nearby who are willing to come in. I mean, as I say, you know, it's like being able to bring in... James Dean is the Ryan Gosling of porn, and, uh, you know, <laughs> Jessica Drake, you know, based on her longevity in the industry and everything, she's the Julia Roberts of porn. Uh, you know, these are, these are, these are huge A-listers. Um, Kelly Shabari is, you know... Really, sort of invented an entire genre of BBW Asian kink. Um, huh. These are these are these are big people, um, and you know who are doing important things. So it's it's wonderful, and I really impress upon my students that you know we're, we're lucky to have them. Uh, but you know they they respond in different ways. I mean, James Dean is 27 years old, and he's this wiry, nerdy, half-stuff caffeine guy. Mm. Uh, You know, and and I say that, you know, with recognizing, remembering what it's like to be 27 nerdy and hopped up on caffeine.
3: Um,
2: (laughs) You know, he's he's a lot of fun. He's a ball of energy. Uh, And because he's a man and and he's actually, I mean, he's a good-looking guy on camera. He's an even better-looking guy in person. Uh, You know, for my female students, you know, to be in a situation where they could just, you know, basically openly lust. In a safe way, and laugh about it in, in a funny way. Um, in a way, and when I say funny, I don't mean so much humorous as affirming. That was that was really powerful for them, uh, and and also for the guys to see, you know, to see, you know, a man who obviously is a sex object. He's the biggest porn star, male porn star in the world right now. Uh, but to see him as accessible, to see him as as warm hearted, to see him as funny, I think it was it was really revelatory.
0: Did it kind of humanize that that world a little bit?
2: Exactly. And that's what we're always trying to do because, you know, there's this idea that the adult industry is run by people um, who are either predatory or, uh, you know, suffering from trauma of some kind and as a result are easily victimized. It's a world of predators and victims and that there, you don't have healthy, well-adjusted, happy, normal sort of people who do this for a living and enjoy doing it. And so it's it's important to bring in people who can show that. Um, and all three of my speakers, in very different ways this semester, have shown that.
0: No, oh, that's good. Now, one of your colleagues has been quoted as saying that your class is absolutely appalling. How do you respond to this type of criticism and try to bring some legitimacy to it?
2: Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's not my job to establish legitimacy in the mind of someone whose mind is closed. I mean, you know, okay. That's true. You know, I, I think that their closed-mindedness is absolutely appalling. They're exercising their freedom. <laughs> Frankly, you know, if they're tenured, they're completely cowardly, because if you've got tenure, one of the things you should, and I wouldn't be taking this course if I didn't have tenure, one of the things you should <laughs> do is is, is, is is be open. I mean, you know, it, it, you should be able to say what you think fearlessly. Say it to my face. Um... And I'm not going to you know, throw a punch, I'm just going to say, I disagree, let's have a conversation.
3: Yeah. What's
2: wrong with exposing students to the history and complexity of something that they encounter every day anyway? What's appalling about education? Uh, what's appalling about legitimizing a billion-dollar business that is complex but brings a lot of joy to a lot of people? Yeah. And it's also an engine of L.A.'s economy.
0: It's a, uh, it's a huge part of our economy.
2: so um, it's it, I will I, I have no problem defending it, but I'm also not interested in arguing about it with people whose minds are closed.
0: Yeah. now, do you think that the uh, the type of porn that somebody watches, does that say something about them as a person?
2: No, not really. I mean, I think that there are a lot of people who get who realize that there are things that turn us on that we don't actually want to do. Uh, you know, sort of the, the paradigms of this are a lot of, a lot of people are turned on by seeing scenes of bondage and domination. Um, you know, to be the, sort of the cheap stereotype is a lot of people are turned on by rape fantasies. It doesn't mean they actually want to rape or be rapists. <laughs>
0: That's true, uh, hopefully.
2: You know, there are a lot of people who are turned on, a lot of women who are turned on by porn featuring two women, uh, and there are a surprising number of men who are turned on by seeing gay porn or by seeing really hot guys in porn. It doesn't mean they're gay. <laughs> uh, you know, it's our sexuality is more complex than that. And, you know, arousal isn't the only cue to our identity.
0: Now, do you think with the porn and, and I guess, the arousal so readily available... Especially now younger kids Now the internet is huge And and we can all watch porn on our phones Let's be honest Uh, Did the younger people growing up Not having sex yet Does does this porn really kind of affect them Early on?
2: Well I mean Yes of course it does The way that media affects all of us Uh, Does it affect them? Yes Does it necessarily affect them In a really destructive way? I'm not so sure I think that what You know The most destructive thing about pornography And I will say this over and over again, the most destructive thing about using pornography is the shame that we associate with it.
3: And,
0: and why... I have
2: found that young people are able to distinguish entertainment from education pretty well. You know, I grew up huh. watching. You know, it's a lot of kids grow up uh, more in the South. I think they probably than here. You grew up watching NASCAR. <laughs> But you, you know, that doesn't mean that you take away the lesson. I need to drive 200 miles an hour and only turn left. <laughs> A lot of people grow up watching action movies, but they never actually, you know, do the kind of things they see Tom Cruise or Bruce Willis or, you know, I don't know, Vin Diesel doing. That uh, they recognize that's entertainment. And I think that. We worry that young people are completely unable to do that with pornography, but what I've found is that a lot of them are. And we need to help them continue to do that. And that means providing them not just with porn for amusement, but providing them with good erotic education that shows them a more realistic depiction of what sex is like. That they don't have to have sex the way that James Dean and Jessica Drake did. <laughs> you know, that they get to be funny and awkward and, and, and complicated.
1: Well, Hugo, I, I absolutely love your love your opinions on porn. I think that yes. it's it's really fantastic that you're being so outward and open about all of this, um, especially from uh, I guess I I still consider us like a young generation. You know, I mean, obviously, porn has sure. been around for a long time, but we're we're sort of seeing this um, this I, I don't know this the like, uh, underground view of it that hasn't really come to surface
2: no, but really it, 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 it's right. It's it's coming so fast, and it, it it it's overwhelming so many. You know, so many adults are terrified about this. But you know, for the young people that I work with, I'm I'm very optimistic about. I don't want to sound totally Pollyanna, and I know it does, but I really believe in the potential for, you know, erotic media. You know, to use it in a, the broadest sense, because I'm not just talking about porn. I'm talking about you know, the, the sexy Tumblr sites. So many of my students, especially my female students, love, love archiving images on Tumblr. <laughs> and they find that a lot more, you know, and they'll go and find obscure images, and they, you know, they're not really into a lot of the mainstream porn, but they find some kinky queer stuff that, that you know, that is, that is, to their minds, more erotic than, than downright pornographic. And they find something very aesthetic and very liberating, as well as very arousing in that. I think that's just incredible. Um, And I'm very optimistic about what that means for them and for the lives of the people that they're going to love. Well, that's wonderful. Uh,
1: Thank you, seriously, thank you so much for letting us have you on our show and and giving us all of your your little tidbits of insight. It's really wonderful to have you. Well, you know,
2: I love talking about this and, uh, you know, bottom line, my, my my summation on that is the worst thing in our lives is shame. And we have to fight shame wherever it is, in our lives and in the lives of people around us. The and the sh- best thing we can do is give people permission to be human.
1: I love it. Thank you so much, Hugo. Seriously, it's you been bet, wonderful to have you on the show. And uh, I hope to, I'm going to keep uh, kind of following along your, your adventures in, in the world because they are really just Please so Please do, wonderful. and let me know
2: how I can help anytime. Thank you so okay. much. Bye. You bet. Bye-bye.
1: Oh, my gosh. He is the nicest guy.
0: Dude, that was I mean, we we asked him for like a five to ten minute interview. That was like almost 30 minutes. That That's was so wonderful. cool of him. That was really good,
1: too. It's good insight on everything. I mean, he really he actually makes me think about porn in a different way now. Well, <laughs> yes and no. Well, humanity. I mean, it, you think about um, I guess I guess I like talking to people that make taboo things seem like less of a big deal. Right. And he he's like, "What the fuck is the big deal?" And we're like, yeah, what the fuck is the big deal? Yeah, I, guess. I, mean, I mean, I've mean, i never really <laughs>
0: thought of porn as a big deal, you know, because it's not, you know, to me, I, I enjoy it, I take care of things yeah, to but, it. Yeah, and... but I
1: mean, you're not going to like, you're not going to talk about it with grandma.
0: Grandma, no. You know, if I no. was in a class
1: like this, I would talk about it with, you know, mom yeah. or whoever, be like, yeah, I'm in this really interesting class and the teacher is teaching us how to, how, or the teacher is, is letting us express ourselves and experience this right. taboo thing in a new way and... I would try to like get that more out there.
0: And though I don't talk about it with grandma, I mean, we do talk about it on the, on the show, right. which is uh, a lot of people listening.
1: Which is awesome. Yeah. Grandma might be listening.
0: Hey, Grams. <laughs> I like porn. Well, well
1: Rest in peace. <laughs> Mine's not dead, so I uh, <laughs>
0: hope you're not listening. Anyways, mm-hmm. that was good.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a really great guy. I I love people that, um, that will take the norm and be like, fuck that <laughs> Right? like no i'm gonna make it my own especially
0: if, it, if it's a norm that's needless it's like it's like you know porn is bad well fuck that that's stupid i can I see like where
1: it where some people would would find it to be not to their liking right um but not, not I, I don't for know a single person that's like ew no porn is gross i would never no like everybody i mean please yeah <laughs> porn's, porn's awesome please
0: i mean i mean other than crazy who doesn't like porn? Oh
1: yeah, except for crazy, but, she, yeah. but that's why we call her crazy. Because she doesn't like porn. Because she's crazy. Yeah, bitches, cray, cray. crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, I am so impressed by Hugo. I feel like he went from he went from a really deep dark place. Yeah, apparently. You know, apparently. to to I mean, from from lots of drugs, lots of lots of alcohol and um, I think you know, we were we were reading an article that he had that he had written or an interview that he had done or something.
0: Yeah, it was some sort of response that he had written.
1: Yeah, where like he just had some some crazy psycho, not psycho. I guess just a really a, he was in a really dark place where he and his girlfriend almost yeah, like, it, almost died.
0: Dark place, drug field moment. Yeah. And, and very dark. They
1: didn't even eat the pizza they ordered. <laughs> That's dark. Crazy. Yeah, uh, but so. you know go, coming from that sort of a world to um, to where he is now where he's a professor I mean people look up to him people call him his l- their life coach right and, and mentor and all that stuff they, they consider him a almost like a sage yeah and that's wonderful I, I think I think that's a as far as as far as like living up to the to a human dream not so much the American dream but like a right. human dream like being able to help others I think is very important mm-hmm. and Knowing, knowing where you where you stand in in the world of, in, I guess in society, to where you can be like, yes, I can help you.
0: And it's nice that he's taken his tenure with his call, you know, his position there, <laughs> so, something that you know he knows that it's going to be really hard to fire him over. Yeah, and does something good with it, not just hey two plus two equals four, everybody. I mean, he's really in there teaching them something different, But making we take minds that think. as a good thing. We do, yeah. We do. There yeah. are
1: some people out there that do not. No, and and that's fine. They don't have to take the class.
0: Exactly, because <laughs> they take it in the end. Yeah. yeah. So, uh,
1: so Hugo, if you listen to this, thank you again so yes. much uh, for for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Because I know that you are not. A not a free man. Like your your <laughs> schedule is is so compact with everything that's going on and including porn classes. Including yeah. porn classes. Yeah. Um, that you know, spending spending a half an hour with us is is really special. So yeah, uh, I actually both I, I feel
0: really special because uh, he spent like 12 minutes with Kevin and Bean. We got like a half hour of him. <laughs> Kevin and Bean, world famous. Uh, Where you know they
1: probably told him to keep it short.
0: Oh, I'm, oh, of course it's morning radio. You, yeah. If you have more than two and a half minutes, you must be. a celebrity. And we
1: would never tell him to keep it short because we want to hear everything. Yes.
0: No, I I loved let that he was you know willing to talk and that was that was perfect. So yeah, yeah. so thank you wow, so much. We got so lucky much. today. Yeah, we, did. <laughs> we didn't have sex yet. Yeah, uh, right? Gee, I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. bad joke. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, so our next episode yes. is
1: going to be recorded at Rick's Tavern on Maine in Santa Monica. We're going
0: to attempt it at least.
1: We're, we're gonna try it Sword might not evidence. work out you know what actually I guess we should preface this with, with episode 16 might totally <laughs> not be from Rick's Tavern right but uh, there's a good chance it could be there might be a may Rick's or may Tavern not episode. be yeah. um, anyway the, I have a, a group of friends they meet every Wednesday at Rick's and sometimes elsewhere but um, it's called the Hacker Drink Up and it's a bunch of nerds and they all yeah. get together and they drink you know a few drinks at 8 o'clock every Wednesday night in Santa Monica somewhere um and this week it'll be at Rick's. Uh, we, we're we going to be there. We're going to hang out. We're going to maybe talk to some people.
0: Hopefully If we're feeling to
1: extraordinarily people. social. Yeah. We yeah. are extraordinary. <laughs> <you sure. laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, yeah. that's our plan. So
0: look forward to 16. That'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. We'll, be, we'll be covering all the regular stuff. Yeah. The fuck yous, the fuck yes. The would that, you
1: rather, the yeah. would you do it. All yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. So. But we won't be having an awkward talk. So it might be a little bit short. Right,
0: there wouldn't be a chance for you guys to submit before we Correct. record that show. So, but it might go
1: long if we have people on there that have like, some pretty awkward stories. That's very
0: true. But we will get you a new Awkward Talk on episode one sixteen four seventeen. Excuse me, episode 16, Correct. Yes, I called it 116. That'd be the other show. The <laughs> other show. You're in the hundreds yeah. and not this one. 117. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, feel free to, to get in contact with us. Facebook.com slash Awkward Apocalypse. Give us the like. At Awkward Pod on Twitter. Follow. <laughs> uh, awkwardpod at gmail.com
0: email <laughs> with subject
1: <laughs> or you can call us or sext us Ooh. or text us or send us photos
3: of your
0: boobs.
1: or anything you generally would like to do with your cell phone 323-379-9225 all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed our special episode 15 of All Awkward Talk All the Time. <laughs> bum,
0: bum, bum. And thanks again uh, for the eighth time to Hugo for, for taking a slice out of his day to be with us. Yeah. That anyways. was nice. Yes.
1: <laughs> thanks, everybody. Let's get to some sexy music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the sexiest song of all time. Brrr. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs>